0: Welcome to the Three Tomatoes Happy Hour and we do love happy hour and the clinking of glasses and cheers to all you fabulous women who are fully living your lives at every age and every stage. And here's the best news, every hour is happy hour. So whether you clink cheers with your coffee mug or your afternoon cappuccino, remember as the song says, it's five o'clock somewhere. Join us for some grown up fun, interesting and stimulating conversations that will motivate, inspire or just make you laugh. And for more grown-up fun, visit our website, The Three Tomatoes, and the three is spelled out, and sign up for our newsletters. Now sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. Are you ready to make your dreams a reality? I'm Cheryl Benton, and I'm the host of today's Happy Hour podcast. And it's going to be a very happy one, let me tell you that, because my guest today is going to tell us all how She made her dreams a reality and how you can too. Sonia Satra is a soap opera star an award-winning mind-body coach and a motivational speaker. Her mission in life is to help people find their core purpose, overcome their fears, and make their dreams a reality. She's an expert on the mind-body connection and her award-winning wellness company, ModaSize, gives people the tools to set their lives in motion. So welcome Sonia.
1: Well thank you. I'm so happy to be here today on your happy hour. (laughs) Well thank you and and
0: I'm absolutely absolutely delighted to have our audience meet you and just so everyone listening knows Sonia has been a speaker um, at many of our uh, live events that are now back in New York City and sometimes we'll do our sort of motivational breaks and I am always amazed Sonia how in Five minutes you can get everybody up energized your energy just flies off the stage and we just somehow all consume it so you you truly are amazing and i know that will come across even in audio today so first of all i'm always fascinated by people's backgrounds and how they got to doing what they do and you have such an interesting backstory i think of 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 how you went from being a soap opera star to creating this company called Modicide. So tell everyone about your backstory.
1: Yeah so it's definitely like many it was my little journey Um, started as I sometimes say my other life although I still do some acting but I was working on soaps but As I learned very quickly in the acting acting and entertainment industry, you get rejected a lot. (laughs) And so um, I realized that it wasn't always the best actor who got the job, but it was the person who had the strongest mindset who could walk in with conviction and courage and just sort of exude a confidence um, in whatever material they had to read. And they were also the people that had the most resilience and tenacity to persevere despite being told, you know, you're not funny enough, you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not, you're, to, yeah, I've heard it all. Yeah. I mean, talk
0: about a business that you really exactly. have to keep yourself up there. That certainly is one of them where you're being shot down all the time. Basically. I was told
1: once I was too ethnic. I was like, I couldn't be more American girl looking. Right? Oh my gosh. And so it's you're constantly facing you're not enough, and uh, and so yeah, you got to develop a bit of a thick skin or some mindset tools to sort of overcome that. And uh, and so I did. I started studying mindset very early, and I did everything I could possibly do get my hands on everything. And I really believe it was a lot of what created this my success, at least initially. Um, and I eventually landed the job of Lucy Cooper Spalding on Guiding Light. And uh, after, yay, that was really Yeah, I know there are a lot of
0: people listening who probably remember that too, so. Uh,
1: Right, yeah, no, it was an amazing job and I was lucky I could have stayed, but at a certain point I thought, gosh, if I'm ever gonna do anything else, maybe I should go back to being rejected again and try again. (laughs) And uh, so I did, but this time I brought with me a whole, uh, as I call it, my backpack of negative beliefs. Um, And I definitely had that imposter syndrome that that was, you know, a fluke that people were going to find out. I really didn't know what I was doing. And I, uh, you know, I was never going to work again. And uh, I really embodied that and believed that and walked into every audition like that so badly. There was one audition. Unconsciously, I took a step back. On every line until I literally hit the back door of the room. It was a small room, (laughs) but still, it was a shock when I hit the back door. (laughs) Wow. It was so awful. Oh my goodness. I could still just cringe thinking about it. But yeah, needless to say, I didn't book that job either. (laughs) And I didn't work for a full year and a half. And at that point, I remember I was sitting up on this bluff and I was overlooking the ocean, I was thinking, wow, I've created this life that I didn't necessarily want. Um, And so I knew I had to change things around because I was increasingly getting broke and my relationship was falling apart. I was hanging out with other people who were also believing they were never going to work again. And it just was a whole, as it often is, a negative downward spiral. And, uh, but what I realized in that moment was that I had created the same sort of mindset I had used to create success. I was using to create failure. I was using questions, but I was using bad questions. You know, first it was, what can I do to create success? Who can I reach out to? And now it was, why can't I get a job? Why won't anyone hire me? Uh, you know, instead of positive affirmations or positive self talk, suddenly it was really negative. Right. I was visualizing success now. I was visualizing my failure. And you know what? They work. <laughs> they work for creating good things and they work for creating bad things. And so I had to turn it around and fast. And uh, so at the time, I thought, I'm going to start running. And I you know I probably shared this story, but. Uh, I was running up this mountain and I was going to do this every day. I was going to ask better questions. I was going to visualize, I was going to do affirmations. And, uh, at the top of this little mountain in Santa Monica, um, I, if I realized if I yelled in, it was kind of a Valley and it would echo back. And so I would uh-huh. to yell out what I wanted to hear. So I would yell out, you got the job. And I'd hear back, you got the job. <laughs> <laughs> And I would cheer and I would, you know, really embody that as if, as if I'd already achieved it. And wouldn't you know, three weeks later, I booked a national commercial and three months later, running down that same exact path, doing these tools, I booked One Life to Live. So it absolutely positively was transformative. And I see that now whenever I start slipping back or I'm starting to see things that I'm not necessarily wanting, I always say to my clients, you feel what you focus on. So if you're focusing on, you know, negative things or negative outcomes or negative visions, or you're replaying negative past scenarios, you're really wiring that into your brain and into your body. And so start to shift that into what it is that you truly want. Flash forward several years i was on uh, my second child and you know under us uh, sleeping and over everything and trying to do too many things without really achieving too much of anything i think <laughs> i thought i need to rekindle these uh, mindset tools um well, let's th-
0: let's get back to that in a minute because i just think you've said so many that's just such a great story and you've said so many important things right now. And first of all, I love that you mentioned the imposter syndrome, because I have to say, I know so many really accomplished successful women who have imposter syndrome. It's like, you know, there, I'm gonna be found out. I'm really not this good. And we just we, you're right, we get consumed with often with that negative self-talk. Yes. <laughs> Where, you know, we, we become do. our own worst critic. It's that inner critic thing. And I think it's just so important that you acknowledge that. And I know that there are a lot of people
1: listening who I'm sure are going to relate to this right now. So um, and I, I want to add one th- one more thing to that negative self-talk and that sort of that imposter talk is we also have a threat protection system. It's sort of what keys us to stress, like, to, and it's there to protect us against threat. But our brains register that negative self-talk as a threat. So it actually, on top of the fact that it keeps you in this negative spiral or a negative place, it also is incredibly stressful. And we know that we don't operate from our best selves wow. from a stressed state. We're in that fight, flight, fright. So it's really, it's this whole cycle that keeps us in this kind of negative place. We really have to break that pattern, um, both from creating New success and also from a health perspective. Exactly. So I want
0: to I want to get into you know how you started to create Motizise and um and, and what and what that's about as well. But I, as I said, I just think um, you know we all. I I tend to think of myself as a very positive person, but I know I have days sometimes I have to stop myself where I'm in such negative think mode, where I'm like, well, this is not gonna happen or that's (laughs) never gonna happen, or I can't do this, or I'm so overwhelmed about something and sometimes i just find just recognizing that i'm doing it you know i can kind of catch myself sometimes and say okay i need to i need to turn this around but it's not easy so tell us it's about it's not and i yeah. you know, i love
1: that you shared that too because i you know talk about successful women right you <laughs> and, <laughs> and you still have days we all have those days and i do think that it does start with sort of that recognition that acknowledgement and also to really to reach out or share that, because I think there's also a lot of shame around it and a lot of like, I shouldn't feel this or embarrassment about the fact that you have that um, when people perceive you as being successful. And so I think it's also important, um, particularly for women that, yeah. you know, I think to- we're harder.
0: Honestly, I do think we're harder on ourselves than, than men are
1: we are so much harder and i think we hold on to those emotions i think we're tended we were more emotional i will not say that across the board but right. we tend to be very emotional beings and so um i think it's it's so important not to feel a shame or an embarrassment and to just share like wow i'm really just I'm having these thoughts today and I don't want to like, right. you know, and just saying that sometimes. Can help or sometimes, I'll, or some,
0: sometimes I'll say to friends or even to myself or something, I'll just say, okay. You can have a pity party, but you just need to put a time frame on it. Like yeah, maybe right. the next 10 yeah. minutes, or maybe you can spend today in a pity party, but then it's over. So exactly. <laughs> you
1: right, right.
0: A hundred percent. So now, so you were you were saying about, you know, you had your second child and then you were starting to think about starting to feel a little differently again, too, right? So what happened then? <laughs> in your story. Yeah,
1: so, well, and so I was, uh, yeah, trying to, at the time, I was trying to do a little bit of everything, I was, I had two kids, my husband was working a lot, I was speaking, I was actually the president of the National Speakers Association in New York at the time, and coaching, and, you um, know, it was just a lot of things, and I was definitely feeling as if I could use a little more positive, yeah. Uh, mindset. Um, And so I was doing my like 20 minute workout that was about as much as I was getting um, if that. And I just thought, gosh, wouldn't it be great if I could just do these mindset tools while I was working out, it would be very efficient, you know, new moms, right. Or any, not even new moms, (laughs) all moms (laughs) or hardworking entrepreneurs. We're always looking for ways to, um, yeah, to be efficient and effective. And so I just thought, God, it'd be great if I could have my vision board here instead of watching these, you know, blaring TVs of negative stimulus. And, uh, And that was actually the day I was on a treadmill and I came up with this idea of like, what if it was a class or what if there was, you know, you were guided through these mindset tools while you were working out, how cool that would be. (laughs) So I'd stop and take notes on my phone. I even came up with the ModaSize name was motivational exercises. The time was the hybrid of it. And, uh, you know, like many ideas, I stuck it in a drawer for several months and, and then I was just talking about it with my husband and uh, my assistant at the time. And they were both like, this sounds great. Like, I want to do that. And so I sort of pulled it back out and started to develop it. And that was how MotiSize began. Well, I love that. So now explain to us how this
0: works and what are some of the, what are some of the tools in your toolkit and, and how do people progress through this?
1: Yeah, so it's really a hybrid, I would call it, of coaching and movement. And one thing that I found that I didn't know that day on the treadmill, although probably no mistake, I came up with the idea on a treadmill, is that exercise actually creates neurogenesis, which we now know a lot more about. So we start to develop more brain cells. We can create new neural pathways. And it actually opens our brain to help us be more creative. Why you might think of great ideas when you go out for a walk or you go take a shower or you go do something. <laughs> um, it also makes us, helps us be more focused to learn more, to um, be more motivated and inspired. So it taps into all of these centers. So it really is a kind of great hybrid. And uh, so it's a series of, about seven questions that I'll ask during exercise, uh, starting with really, what is your goal? what is, and it could be anything. you know, you can use it for work. You can use it for uh, fitness goals, relationship goals. So I've had people cover the the gamut of goals. And then we'll we'll really take a look, that step into the future, a little bit of inspiration from those days up on the mountain where I was yelling out what I wanted. you know, right. so you can really. Feel that, see that, what does it look like? You know, what the be do you have? Right. So stepping into who you really want to be, that future self. Then we step back and we look at, well, what do you have? And that was a question that I, I really think is a very underestimated one. Because often when we come to challenges or goals, we think of all the things we don't have.
0: <laughs> right.
1: right. And yet we have so many things, even if it's just, I have an idea or I have energy or I have, you know, some people have time, or maybe you have resources, or maybe you have connections, or maybe you have expertise or a personal experience. Like we have so many things. And so when you step into the perspective of what do you have then you're better able to see. Yeah, that's such that a great, It's
0: such happened. a great question. I love that question because, you know, so often I talk to a lot of women who, um, you know, so many women get to midlife and they may have had a big corporate job and got, you know, been laid off from that or something is changing their lives and they don't know how to pivot. And it's like, well, I only knew how to do that. And there's nothing, I don't know what else I could do. And I always try to get them to focus on, you know, you've got a whole other skill set. that you exactly. developed a whole lifetime of skills. So I love that. That's such a great question. What do you have? Because that can be applied in so many areas of your life. So I, I, I think that's great.
1: Absolutely. And we also know that when you come from that more you know, positive and resourceful perspectives, your brain is in a much more open place. Again, not necessarily in that I don't have anything, right? I don't know, you know, I don't know. That sort of shuts down the creativity where this opens it up. And so it very, um, almost always leads to kind of what's the next thing. And maybe you do need something else, but then you'll know the next best place to go. And so it really, I think, shortcuts the process so that you get to um, the core of of uh, what you're wanting, what you're needing, in that, and the most effective next step. And then we'll take a second and we'll look at what's stopping you because usually there's some fear, right? right? And we'll, you know, it's. We don't want that looming, we don't want that the pink elephant in the room. So let's take a look, call it out and like, you know, move on. <laughs> I have a little burning process where we kind of burn it and <laughs> and replace it, right? So it becomes a very like visual thing. And then we come up with action steps and we visualize ourselves at taking that action because it's also really important, not just the result, but seeing the process unfold. And uh so Uh, And then we'll celebrate because that's also important. We want to wire that whole thing into our system. And so by doing that and doing it on a regular basis, you really start to take pretty massive steps and action towards what it is that you're really wanting. Uh, So how does this work? So are
0: these um, group exercise classes or is this one on one? I know that you also do individual coaching, but.
1: I do. And so how I, do
0: people do this? Is yes. it
1: online? Do they have to go into a studio? Right. So I am going to be starting a studio class again soon. Yes. Uh, so I'd say stay tuned um, for that. I'm also going to start um, in the next two weeks and I will have details on that shortly a Modi walk, Moda-sized walk in Central Park, if you happen to be New York-based. Oh, Uh, I love that. Yeah, because many people are walkers. They don't necessarily want to do the kind of more aerobic-y type thing. And um, I'm also currently developing a Modi spin class. So if anybody's a spinner, that's also a really great way to do it. I do have a DVD online um, that comes with a workbook so you can guide yourself through the whole process. And I do one on Wednesday um, online uh that's, or if you want yeah. to, talk to you we can talk yeah. about that as well but yeah, was
0: well. i love i love that i love the idea of the, of the walks through through central park yeah so.
1: good way to get out especially in the fall
0: what a perfect time to launch that's what that, i figured i, I might have to come in to do that with you i think that's that sounds terrific so okay. now i know that you also don't do one-on-one coaching too and you know, that's really to help people overcome all of these limiting beliefs that we've just talked about. So yes. what does that also involve the exercise component with it? How does that work if someone wants to have one-on-one uh, right. coaching from you?
1: I have been doing both. I have been integrating both. So I'll do uh regular coaching sessions and then I do also motor size sessions so that we get to work a little deeper on the things that might be um you know, getting in your way. <laughs> but then it's also really important to embody it. And, I, um, and I'm and i always kind of blown away. I think other people are blown away too by the ideas that they come up with when they're actually moving. So they work really, really well going hand in hand. So um, I've started to do that uh, for a purpose-driven class. If you're really trying to look at what that next thing is that you want to do or you're wanting to achieve something, uh, I have a program for that. That includes both the coaching and the motor size. And I've also just launched a uh, weight loss um, or gain energy or just feel great in your body. I think post COVID, a lot of people are looking for that. And right. I think that's also really, you know, it's, it's hard to achieve your dreams when you feel really crummy. So um, I've also launched a 12 week uh, course on that. That is also highly supportive because I believe in that. So both programs involve coaching, motor size, and uh, you can text me pretty much anytime um, so that we try to catch and make the changes in the moment. Cause I'm, I'm a big believer in let's not, you know, go down the rabbit hole and then have to dig you out next week. Let's just cut right. the chase when you're in it so that you can move beyond it faster.
0: Excellent. Yeah. And I know, and you also have some great blogs, and we've been posting some of them recently of the three tomatoes, yes. as well dorianne acres Akers, uh, who's our health and wellness editor. She's, uh, she's done some interviews with you. And I know there was a great one on hydration, which we might talk about that for a couple of minutes yeah. and also why it's so important to take a vacation. Although right now, I think after everyone was so cooped up for two years, <laughs> everyone is taking a vacation. I think this summer everything exploded, but um, talk for well, a about- I, I was
1: one of those. Yeah, I did a lot of vacation I, this summer. Yes, I think we all
0: were just, I need to go somewhere. I don't care where it is, but I need to I need to do that. So, but talk exactly. a little bit, a bit about the hydration thing, because that's something um, I, I think a lot of us are guilty of. We just don't hydrate enough. And it's how important it is to our everything,
1: right? It's everything. It really is. It impacts. Um, and I, I'd start with your brain. It really is very important in terms of um, your ability to stay focused, to be clear, to have um, to remember things, it impacts your mood, um, anxiety, even. So, really, in terms of uh, brain uh, maximum or ultimate ultimate function, also for your muscles for recovery if you're doing any kind of workout, uh, if you're getting any kind of cramps, that's all, almost always tied to some form of dehydration. Uh, Yeah, I mean, many people will drink, you know, a couple glasses of water and we're really supposed to have half our body weight in water. Uh, So if you're whatever, we'll call it 120 pounds, that's 60 ounces of water. And uh, most people don't necessarily get that. And that's that's for sure. <laughs> good reminder that caffeine drinks don't count. In fact, they're a counter because they're diuretics. So for every cup of coffee, you probably need two glasses of water. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, so what do you do? What
0: too. what What are your tips for? doing that throughout the day what's your secret to staying hydrated i know
1: you can't see me but you can see (laughs) i carry this little nalgene 32 ounce bottle with me everywhere because if i carry a little bottle that is all i will drink or a glass that's all i'll drink so i really really find that What you have in front of you is what you will consume. So if you have, so I'm a big proponent of carrying those. And I'm a bit neurotic about anybody like touching my water (laughs) because I do keep track of it. (laughs) And so I do, I do, uh, I do keep track of it. So I know I have to drink two, two uh, bottles. I will front load my day with water because we're often dehydrated after the night. We've basically not been drinking for eight hours and, or Six, whatever you're sleeping. Um, And so I'll drink a good uh, at least half of this. Wow. So instead of grabbing that
0: first cup of coffee, we should be grabbing at least a couple of glasses of water, right?
1: I make coffee my reward for drinking my
0: water. <laughs> I like that. That's a very good idea. You cannot have your coffee until you've had water. Until
1: you've had that the would,
0: water, that would that'll motivate me. So I'll think about that as you'll, a... <laughs> you'll
1: find that it actually will also help energize you. You know, yes. you, you know, the coffee will just be a, a value add instead of like, <laughs> you know, this. Oh my God, I need this because the dehydration actually sucks our energy. So it's a little counterintuitive, we're pumping ourselves caffeine and dehydrating ourselves exactly i hadn't thought of that but
0: so anyway this has been so great i mean the time just flew by here we're gonna gonna have to have you back but before we go for everyone listening right now who needs some motivation which is probably every single one of us (laughs) listening right now because who (laughs) doesn't what could we what can we do right now today to just open ourselves up to realizing our dreams and Oh, you know, three things maybe we could do today, or even one thing. I'm going to start drinking more water today. I know that. But
1: <laughs> start with drinking more water and move. Yes. Move anyway, people always ask me what's the best exercise. And I'm like, any exercise you will do is the best exercise really. Um, but movement will inspire you. It will make you more creative and it will definitely help motivate you. It will give you energy rather than detract your energy. So move um i that's uh, probably the number one and then um another one is really to to be conscious of the questions i i think powerful questions can really really um open up your heart open up your mind to possibility um And I I probably don't have time for a whole other story, but I'll I'll try to fast. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, a quick one that I did with my husband, and it was years ago. He was he had just had he had this first look deal. He's in entertainment too, where he was basically paid for ideas. And I just had my first child. We were sitting in the like the bottom of this car parking lot. He came down, and he was like, "I was fired." And I was like, oh boy, and what are we going to, you know, we're all like, what are we going to do? And he's freaking out. And he had this obsession with, he had to earn a million dollars in order to somehow be like, okay. And he's like, I don't know anybody makes a million dollars in this business. I'm like, well, somebody's done it. So it's got to be possible. He's like, no, it's not. It's impossible. (laughs) (laughs) And all of a sudden out of me just popped the question of, What if it were easy? And he just looked at me like I was a freaking alien. Like you know, it's not easy. It's the entertainment business. (laughs) And I was like, I know, but what if it were easy? And he was like, and he kind of started laughing for a minute. And he was like, Well, if it were easy, I'd probably start my own company. And that hadn't been an option on the table before. I was like, Really? I was like, Well, what would that look like? And all of a sudden, we started to come up with all of these ideas. The next day. He contacted a friend, they started a company. Within two weeks, they were up and running. Within his first year, he earned a million dollars. Wow. The power of a question. And so all I would say is ask the question, what if it were easy? What if it was possible? What's one thing I can do today to move myself forward? and really start from that place as opposed to oh my god i don't have what it takes i don't know it's scary blah 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 you know like what and i like using what's one thing because our brains can kind of wrap around one thing right you know who's one person i could call what's one thing i could look up what's one action i could take um to step towards my dreams and really tap into that heart center that place and um and listen, and take that action, and uh, surround yourself with support, because, you know, I think the group that Three Tomatoes are amazing, you're amazing, there are so many great people who are there to help you, um, and hold you accountable, and, uh, and it's possible, I, I, I've, I've lived it, I know it, I've seen it, I've coached people, it's all around, and uh, there's no reason why you can't do it, um, so it's just a matter of, Taking that steps and asking the right questions.
0: Well, Sonia, you were just awesome and you've inspired everyone today. And for those mm-hmm. of you, you're only listening to us, but Sonia is absolutely beautiful on the outside, but she's even more beautiful on the inside and you help so many people. Mm-hmm. And I know you've helped people today and to learn more about Sonia's you have uh, it's SoniaSatra.com and also motisize.com. Do you have the two websites? Yes. It's so, one website. It
1: all funnels okay. into SoniaSatra.com great uh, so you can go there and if you have any questions even if you just want to talk offline about anything we talked about today I'm, I'm really i'm always wide open to just talk i want to make sure that you get what you need well that is great we'll put all that in the show notes and thank you so much for being my guest
0: today you're terrific thank you always a pleasure <laughs> great to see you um,